And there's so many great, great gamblers. Actually, like almost every great gambler has some aspect of this that they do. Golden Pants 13 here. The most successful people in the world are the ones who best understand risk. The Risk Takers podcast is an attempt to document the lessons I've learned as a professional sports better, poker player, trader, overall risky person. My goal is to help listeners become smarter at gambling and smarter with risk in general. So you can apply these lessons, make a lot of money, and then come back and teach me a thing or two. I don't run ads, so I'd appreciate it if you like, subscribe, and share this with someone who might be interested. Last thing, I want you to please join the Golden Pants 13 Discord server link in the show notes. It's a free sports betting and DFS Discord server that blows any paid Discord server out of the water. You can safely unsubscribe from all your paid servers, join ours, and have access to higher quality picks, a more engaged community, and a ton of cool events. I hope to see you in there and let's get on with the show. Hey everybody, what's up? GP13 here. Today we're going to be talking about our guts. Not our gut health. Not being overweight because we set all day. But trusting our gut. Should we trust our gut? When should we trust our gut? Are there any stipulations to trusting our gut, etc.? So on the last stream, I was asking people what some topics were they wanted to hear on the podcast. And there's a few good ones, but one that got multiple requests was when you should go with your gut, what about trusting your gut, etc. So this is something I've thought a lot about because you know I've been gambling professionally for 14 years. And pretty much every big decision I've ever had to make in gambling, I had some kind of instant gut reaction to. And I think one thing that I've talked a lot about with other professional gamblers, traders, whoever is, you know, do you trust your gut? Or how do you factor in that initial feeling you get when facing a decision, that initial lean into your decision-making process? So I've come up with three rules about how to think about those initial gut reactions, that initial feeling you get when you look at a bet, when you're evaluating something. Rule number one, if you are not clearly a proven winner in your game, in your gambling game, in sports betting, in poker, in trading, this is a clear, proven, significant winner over a long time frame. Never trust your gut. Never. It's actually probably wrong most of the time. And it's actually crazy. So I can tell you a scenario at my trading firm. When new traders would come in, we would often listen to what they wanted to do, you know, what positions they took. And we would frequently take the other side because when you come in, your gut is your gut. You don't know anything. Your gut, your, your quote unquote gut is just some theoretical um, theoretical manifestation of your experience, right? So that's how we have to think about this. And when you're not at a level yet where you've achieved sustained success, your experience isn't high enough. And therefore your quote unquote gut is unlikely to be correct. And it could even be deliberately like steering you wrong in the beginning. For example, 
I think there's a tendency for in DFS for a lot of or DFS pick'em for a lot of people to only play overs. And I've talked with Dame a lot about this and you know some other people. And I think the reason why we as humans tend to want to play overs is that there's a narrative there that's easier to explain in our mind. We can see, oh, all it takes is, you know, Atani hitting a, a double with a man on base and he hits this line. Oh, it's just one goal. You know, I, this is a this is a weak team McDavid scored, you know, the last three games he's played them, you know, I can see that him getting a goal. I can picture in my mind Connor McDavid cutting through the defense and then scoring. But it takes a lot of a lot of mental power to picture the 30 minutes of ice time that Connor McDavid's going to get without scoring a goal. It's not as easy to to visualize. And I think that's in our gut is telling us, you know, something around those lines of like, oh, I have a feeling McDavid will score here or whatnot. But when we look at the numbers, you know, maybe Pinnacle has McDavid as an underdog to score. And I'm going to go with Pinnacle or I'm going to go with my model, you know, compared to that initial reaction I have to the game being like, oh, he's playing this bad team. So he'll probably score or man, I don't trust their defense or, or just some, some kind of narrative we try and tell ourselves. That's what our gut's pushing. And if we don't have experience, it's going to be pushing basically like useless narratives on us. And we have to be careful. We have to protect ourselves from that. And I've seen this happen when I've switched games. For instance, my poker gut was eventually very good. It didn't start off great. It got to a point where it was really, really good at the type of game I was playing. Then when I switched over to sports betting, my gut was just tragic, terrible. And you know what? I, I luckily had gone through poker, and I knew that even though my gut in poker was, was solid, it never used to be that way. That took a long time. So I didn't... Um, I didn't naturally give my gut much, much credence when I switch over to sports betting, but as I've become more experienced, I've started to weigh those initial feelings or looks a little bit differently, but that's only because I know that somewhere they're based on some kind of pattern that I can't naturally, uh, articulate, but must be there since I've seen, you know, thousands and thousands of bets and line moves and every, you know, et cetera. So the first rule about your gut is that if you don't have the experience, you don't have the gut. Okay. Rule number two of trusting your gut, no matter what your gut is always just another input. I would recommend this. If, if you, if you've decided, okay, I'm a long-term winner. I've shown over a sustained number of bets that you know, I'm a successful better and I'm starting to want to dabble in quote unquote trusting my gut, but I don't know where to start. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean I just, every time I have a feeling, I kind of throw the model out the window and place the bet based on my feeling. If you've come this far and you're winning this much, you of course know the answer to that question is no, but it's not as easy to understand how we incorporate our gut or our feelings into our decision-making process once you've kind of earned the right to do so. I would suggest this. 
you have your model, you have your process and whatever. As you're going through and you're making your bets and you're making the bets that your model is saying or that your process is saying, I would write next to it in a column in Excel, and we did this for a while, um, where we would be like a little bit lean, you know, a little bit stronger lean here. My feeling is I have a lean here. I have a non quote unquote non model lean that this is a stronger, weaker bet. And we just record it before, you know, before the bet happens as we put the bet in. And once you start to track these results, it's going to do two things. One, it's actually going to give you a database of results that, you know, at some point you're going to might start to get a large enough sample where you can analyze it and truly like back test your gut, not back test your gut, but you know, see if your gut is actually onto something there. And two, when you put it down, you're really taking a stand because a lot of other times, like it's so easy to have a gut feeling about something. We can have gut feelings both ways. Here's one thing that, that I do a lot with my wife is we read these murder mystery books. And by the end of it, we would have guessed every single character in the book was the murderer. And then by the time you get to the end, you know who it is. You're like, oh, I totally guessed that. But you've guessed everybody in the book, right? So there's not much credence to like that proving your predictive power. But once you actually put it down on paper before the, you know, before the murder is revealed and you get to only pick one person or you get to put down your Excel sheet, this is your gut read. All of a sudden, it starts to make you pay a little more attention. You'll get more out of that process. Just because you're tracking it, you're going to put more effort in, and you'll get to track the results. All right. And rule number three about trusting your gut. This has to do more with your quote-unquote off-the-table stuff, as we would say in poker. Gut reads are going to be far more affected by bad sleep, bad diet, emotional state, um, just being tired or being over it, whatever, all these things that can go on with our health and our personal life, they're going to affect your gut reads more than they're going to affect your overall process. Because let's say your process is I'm going to go on to Pinnacle and I'm going to use it to find value bets on FanDuel. Very basic process, right? You go, you take the pinnacle line, you remove the juice and you just see if there's any bets on FanDuel that provide positive EV from that dejuice pinnacle line. If you haven't slept a wink or you're just like going through a shit breakup or you've been pigging out on the couch, not exercising enough, the pinnacle dejuice line, especially if you're doing some kind of form of automating it, is going to be the same. It doesn't matter. It's always going to be the same. The FanDuel line is going to be the same. You can automate that to a point where no matter how you feel, your results should be about the same. If you're factoring in some kind of what I would call more artistic qualities to this bet, being like, hmm, yeah, I actually have been, you know, following this player and, you know, XYZ or whatever, I would be very, very, very careful of putting any significant money behind it if you're feeling shit. Because that's going to actually impact what we would say like these natural feelings are. This would be not being in the zone. So you hear athletes talk about like being in the zone. In poker, when I felt like I was in the zone or in sports betting, when I feel like I'm in the zone, I'm making, you know, I'm. F it's like a flow. 
I might not know exactly what the play is, but I'm trusting myself in that moment because I'm so in tune that like this play is good. And I've, you know, put up a large sample of work to feel comfortable trusting myself. When you get in that zone, when you're you know well rested, you're you've eaten healthy, you've exercised and whatever, that's when your gut is going to be more effective. So you have to pay attention to your mental state, to your health, if you're going to go down this path of factoring your feeling into your reads and betting. And there's so many great great gamblers. Actually, like almost every great gambler has some aspect of this that they do. It's never just the spreadsheet, like. I say this a lot, but like the best bets that we've made were not the ones that like we saw a three percent edge on our spreadsheet just from being able to model something better. It's always been some like weird thing we figured out by like reading the terms and conditions or figuring out some you know correlation or just paying attention to the market and having like someone fuck up a mistake and figuring it out. Like it's just been these weird things that happen. You happen to realize when you're really in the flow of the market. Right. So again, a lot of the, you know, great betters, they do have this like partial art to their process. Just remember that that art is going to be more affected by negative conditions in your personal life and wager accordingly. All right. That was fun talking about our gut reactions. Do we incorporate them into our process? If so, how do we do that? Remember, probably shouldn't be doing that. But if if we do, we got to remember the rules, track it, um, make sure that it's just a part of the process, not the whole process, and keep a keep a, keep tabs on how you're feeling emotionally, mentally, physically when you when you're dealing with making these gut choices. If you're not in a good place, I would kind of try and shift away from making those gut reads and stick more towards your bread and butter process. So that's it for this week. Well, actually, I might drop another episode. I don't know. Don't hold me to that. But please find me in the Discord. We're bumping now over a 1,000 members. Uh, hop in, share you know, share this episode with a friend. We're trying to grow this community. So please, you know, I do a lot of this stuff for free. Actually, I do all of this stuff for free. One ask would be if you could just... Uh, Give this, give this podcast a share or hop into the Discord, follow me on Twitter or something. I got all the links in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys next episode.